the kids are alright! It's the kids are alright broadcast! I'm Booster! I'm Buddy! It's such a blast! With experts on wellness, health, and happiness! Each of the episodes are not to be missed! It's the kids are alright broadcast! Tune in each week for the broadcast! With mind your head advice from celebrities! We let the kids have their say throughout the series! It's the kids are alright broadcast! With Michelle Booster Buddy as the showcast! We have laughs, we have jokes as a family! Learning how to stay healthy and happy. Yes, the kids are all right broadcast. Yeah, the kids are all right broadcast. Look, kids are all right broadcast. My trump. Yeah, yeah. The kids are all right. Hi guys, and welcome to The Kids Are All Right, a show that's all about health, happiness and wellness. I'm Michelle, and here at me are my co-presenters, Buster and Buddy. Hey there guys, it's Buddy here. And me, me, Buster! Yeah! Exactly. So today's show is another of our special Mind Your Head shows. Oh, I can't wait, let's go! Gather your thoughts, think of what you do. We are now challenging you to come on down and tell us how you mind your head. <laughs> hey, I love, love, love our Mind Your Head shows, Michelle. Oh, do you know, me too, buddy. I really enjoy chatting with our guests about how they mind their head. You know, mind their mental health. Yeah, I love hearing about what they do to feel healthy and happy. Oh, <laughs> me too, buddy. So who are we chatting with today, Michelle? Well, Buster, today we're chatting about how to mind our heads when our weeks are just so busy between school and homework and extracurricular activities. Oh, yeah. And playdates. And doing our sports. Oh, and getting to see our grandparents and doing jobs for mum around the house. Oh, some weeks it's hard to find any time just to chill and do nothing. Yeah. No wonder they sometimes feel a bit overwhelmed. Well, you know what? I think we need to chat to our Kids Squad panel about this. Oh, good idea, buddy. The Kids Squad say... What? Oh, yeah. Uh, my name is Danny. I'm 12 years old and I'm from Ballygarvin. So after the last two years of COVID and lockdowns and, and all the things that we, we couldn't do, you know, life has just got like really busy again. Yeah. Do you think it has? Yeah. In the middle of like quarantine and stuff, you you wouldn't worry about like doing the weekly test. Like all you'd have to do is like your homework and you wouldn't have to worry about anything. But then like after when we went back to school, now we have like big jump con drives and like tests at the end of the week. Yeah, yeah. So it's gone from very little to loads. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, my name is Grace. I'm 11 and I'm from Valley Garvin, of course. Do you ever have those weeks that are, like, really, really crazy busy? Um, well, mainly the weeks that are busy are, like, when when there's a test at the end of the week in school, maybe, and I have to study a lot, and it's just very packed with other stuff, like sports and homework. Oh, it's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. My name's Niamh, I'm nine years old, and I'm from Cork. Did you ever have a week that was so busy and exhausting, you literally just collapsed on the couch when you got home. Yeah. Um, probably the week where I had something on every single day for the whole seven days. Wow. Oh, gosh. So tell us about that. What happened on Monday? Um, so on Monday, I had gymnastics. On Tuesday, I had piano. 
On Wednesday, I had gymnastics and drama. Whoa. On Thursday, I had to go swimming with my dad. Whoa. On Friday, I had dance. Oh. On Saturday, I had camogie. <gasps> on Sunday, I had a camogie match. Wow, no way! Oh my god, I'm exhausted just thinking about all of that. <laughs> Whoa, and how did you feel on the Sunday night? I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you prefer having a busy week or a not-so-busy week? <laughs> a not-so-busy week. And why is that? Well, because, like, um, we have a test at the end of the week and um, you have to, like, study for it and everything because we have the maths test and then we have Irish and then we have our spelling tests. And it's stressful because, like, then if you don't know it, you have to go get it signed and you don't know what your parents will say. Oh, the no. test! The oh, test! The test! Oh. Yuck! <laughs> And if you could give up one thing in your week, whether it be school and homework or an activity or something that you have to do at home, what would it be? Probably the test. The test. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If I had to take something out of a busy week, it would definitely be homework (gasps) because I would love to come home and get to chill and relax. Nice choice. Nice choice. The Kid Squad say... Oh, yeah. Oh, those kids are dead right, Michelle. It's nice to be busy, but it's also nice to do things a little less crazy busy sometimes. Yeah, I know the feeling, Buster. And so today we are delighted to have psychotherapist and mental health expert Gillian Fagan with us. Gillian does loads of work with kids and families, so she is the perfect person to talk with today. So Gillian, thanks a million for joining us on the show. Hi, Gillian. Hi, Gillian. Hello, hello. So Gillian, we've been chatting with kids about how their lives can be so busy every week and with everything they have to squeeze in and how sometimes it really can be just a little bit overwhelming for them. Oh, everybody's so busy these days. Gosh, it means we've got a racing head. There's just too many thoughts and we can end up feeling cranky and irritated. And I think it's really important to notice the racing thoughts and that busy head so we can do something about it before it becomes a real problem in our lives. Yeah, and Gillian, we were chatting with some of the kids on our Kids Squad panel about how even though lockdowns were so hard in so many ways, like I really really miss playing my rugby matches but actually loads of us kids really enjoyed our weeks being less busy and just being free to play and do whatever we wanted yeah i know but it wasn't horrible we missed so many things being home all the time was so hard at the start but many kids found ways to busy themselves by being creative and having unstructured mm. activities of their own making. I, I know a lot of kids that I work with took up baking, cooking, making things, fitness yeah. activities, paintings, yeah. playing. It, it, I've been so impressed by the creativity kids have shown in the last two years. Yeah, yeah I made lots and 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 lots of banana bread. Oh, banana bread. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to, but I ended up throwing out lots of and lots and lots of bad bananas. <laughs> but Julian, I think what you're saying though is right because I think that a lot of kids without even realising it have kind of experienced this concept we talk about that less is more and it's kind of like that idea of just doing less or having less can sometimes actually be better. Yeah, even though I love my hockey and school and my other after school activities there's some weeks that I just wanted to shout stop and just take a rest and do nothing. 
Yeah, absolutely. Coming out of lockdown, getting back to normal. Life's nearly too busy. Even though yeah. we enjoy most of our activities and seeing our friends and kind of getting back to normal, it does feel like there's not enough time to chill and relax. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, we actually, we spoke with our Kids Squad panel about this and we, we asked them if they could give up something to make their week a little easier, a little less stressful and busy, what this would be. And this is what they had to say. <laughs> I'm Harriet, I'm 12 years old. Sometimes it's nicer to have a quiet week. And if there was one thing I could take out of my week to make it less busy, it would definitely be homework. My name is JJ Brennan. I'm nine. If there was one busy thing I would take out of my, uh, my week, it would be homework because it wastes your time. Oh, giving up homework would be amazing, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, I'd love just to get rid of homework. Well, I can't see that happening for a while, Buster. Do you know, actually, around the world, there's been so many studies around homework. And new research shows that the more we have homework to do, the more stressed we are, the less time we have, the more tears there are at the dinner table. And recent studies in countries like Scandinavia and some of the states of America have found that no homework or a small amount of homework is much better because it leaves more time for things like spending time with your family, getting to bed earlier, having yeah. dinner together at the dinner table as a family, fitting in more activities, doing more things like fitness and doing more of what we love. Yeah, I agree 100%. And all those tears and tantrums, I mean, that's just the parents as well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But like, you know, when our heads are racing with this jam-packed schedule and stuff, I mean, do you think maybe kids should talk to their parents about maybe choosing any of those activities that they really love or maybe just dropping a few activities? Oh, it's tough, isn't it? I don't want to thank COVID for anything, but it has helped us live a better pace and recognise where our limits are. So mm. I think if we prioritise, rather than try to cram everything in and overwhelm, we, we just can't do everything. It's not good for us in the long run. So I agree with you, Michelle. Rather than having to have a jam-packed schedule, talk to their parents about choosing the activities they love the most. Okay. Oh, Gillian, yeah. What if you don't think you can really give up any of your activities and you're just getting stressed out and how busy your week and even your weekend is? Yeah, that's really tough, buddy. And it's sometimes it's about time management. We only have so much time. No matter what we do, we can't make more time. If it is impossible to give up some activities and you're still feeling overwhelmed, I think it's very important to make time to relax. And using mindfulness regularly is a brilliant tool to have in your pocket. Oh, yeah, 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 mindfulness. We talked to Brezzy at the start of this whole series about mindfulness. Yeah, yeah, Brezzy loves mindfulness. Yeah, Brezzy's awesome. I love mindfulness too. It helped me so much, especially as a kid, to deal with my worries and overwhelm. I was 12 when I learned mindfulness from a teacher and I didn't even know that's what it was called back then. Wow. And as an adult, I bring mindfulness into everyday ordinary things and I practice it a little bit every day and it helps calm the racing head and relax and just feel a little bit more in control of my day and of my time. That sounds brilliant, Gillian. Cool. Yeah. Um, We asked our Kids Squad panel about mindfulness and what they think it is and this is what they had to say. The kid squad say what? Oh yeah. I think mindfulness is being able to kind of relax when you need to be and kind of know like your feelings and everything kind of just relax and kind of just be able to know what you're feeling. 
Well, mindfulness is like when you just take a moment, just sit down or lie down and just think about everything, your thoughts, and just let your body have a little bit of a rest. Mindfulness is like um, kind of achieving uh, inner peace and kind of understanding around you. I think mindfulness means like sitting in your swimming pool on a pink floaty with your dog on a pineapple floaty sitting beside you with sunglasses on eating your pink lemonade. The kid squad say what? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, they totally got this. They really do. Yeah. <laughs> that teacher that taught me mindfulness, she taught us how to just be in the moment, to calm our thoughts and connect it right now. So mindfulness is about being right here, right now, rather than in the future, worrying about what might happen, or living in the past and worrying about what has happened. Uh, but why is it so important to stay in the present and know what's going on in my body right now? Our thoughts come and go like clouds, right? But do you know something? We have got thousands, thousands of thoughts every day. It's absolutely Whoa. bonkers. And studies have shown that we can have anything from, get this, 50,000 to 80,000 thoughts in a day. Whoa! Whoa. No yeah. way. Amazing! So we're having at least 2,000 thoughts per hour. Our brains are so busy, no wonder we're so tired all the time. <laughs> Yeah. The kids are right. Mindfulness helps slow things down and be present in the moment. And by being in our body, it just helps us catch those thoughts. You know, when your mind starts kind of, what's on telly? What are my friends going to be doing? Yeah. What's happening this week? What am I going to have for dinner? Who's going to collect me? Oh, do yeah. we have ice cream at home? What do my friends think <laughs> of this top? What's that smell? I like kittens. <laughs> our brains just never stop. We start time traveling into the past. Did I say the wrong thing? Did I do the wrong thing? We're time traveling into the future. What's that person going to think? What if I don't score that goal? What if, what if, what if? So when we don't practice being mindful, we can get overwhelmed really easy and we start listening to our head and believing those fears. If you think of your mind, think of your mind like a puppy. Mm. Oh, okay. Your, your puppy, yeah. Um, my sister has a little puppy at the moment. Um, it chews on everything. It runs oh. after everything and anything it sees moving, it's gone. That puppy's chasing it. <laughs> and that's sometimes the way we can be with our thoughts. Our thoughts might think a thing and then our mind is chasing that thought. So we have to train our mind like the way you'd nearly train a puppy. Otherwise, our mind will just chase every thought that comes into our head. Mm. So if you catch that racing head and just think, oh, there goes my head. It's off again. It's racing. <laughs> Bring it back. Sit, puppy, sit. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, like saying that to your mind. And the more you practice this the easier it is to have that control over your thoughts and literally have more control over your emotions rather than the emotions controlling you. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing, Gillian. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, Gillian, if I wanted to, say, try some mindfulness right now, what would I have to do? Buddy, one of my favourites, a really, really simple thing, is this five senses exercise. So if you think Ooh. of the five senses we have, vision, touch, taste, sense, smell... The trick with this, though, I, I work with many kids who say they've tried this and it doesn't work. And when I ask, well, how long did you spend doing this? They do the entire exercise in 10 seconds. So the more time okay. you actually give this exercise, oh. the more effective it'll be. Brilliant. So I can talk you through how it works. Yeah, let's do yeah, it. Let's try it. Okay. I think of this as the, as the 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 exercise. So we've got Ooh. the five senses. So to start with, let's say vision. So five, number five, vision. Look for five things that you can see. Okay. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Two, 
You don't have to say it out loud. If you can, great. But sometimes you can't. You might be on a bus or in a classroom. Now, what I find is kids often race. This is not a game of I spy. So it's not about racing to name five things. That's what I did. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm looking around. I've got a stress ball and I'm noticing it's green. It's round. And I'm really looking at the object. I've got a rainbow flag and I'm noticing all of the different colors and I'm noticing the texture and I'm looking at the windows open I'm noticing it blowing in the wind (laughs) so it's not just naming the things actually notice what's going on with the objects Ah, you're seeing if you spend even two minutes doing that you're spending less time having those racing thoughts brilliant very clever that makes sense that makes so much sense oh that's so cool We'll go on to the next one. If we look at sounds, well, if we hear the sounds, there's always noise. Oh, always noise. And this is number four. So if we think of even four things you can hear. If you're lying in bed and you can't sleep, this is a really good one. Our minds constantly go. And unfortunately, you know, those thousands of thoughts, they don't stop when we sleep. So sometimes we trouble sleeping because our heads are too busy. So even just listening for the sounds, trying to connect in that moment with four things that you can hear really listening what is the sound naming it yeah I can hear Michelle's squeaky chair (laughs) I can hear Buster playing with his earphones (laughs) I can hear my breathing oh so your focus is on listening for sounds instead of worrying and again it just slows down those thoughts it does it actually works yeah wow (laughs) five Four. What's three? Touch. Ooh. Ah, I love touching stuff. <laughs> Especially in a museum. Touch, 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 touch. touch, touch. touch. <laughs> Touch is an easy one in some ways. And if you think this number three, so touch three different things. And you can do all of these exercises in your head without people even noticing. So they're brilliant to bring into the classroom. So if you're in the classroom, you can touch the desk, your pen, the paper, your iPad. But it's not just, again, this is not a game of racing through as many things as you can touch. It's about connecting. And this is why only three connect with the the item, the object you're touching. It could be the clothes you're wearing. It could be the skin on your hands. It could be the the material of your trousers. Is is it warm? Is it cold? Is it rough? Is it smooth? Yeah. Oh, I can feel the fuzziness inside my jumper pocket. Oh, it feels like I'm petting a little mouse. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of like me. I love when I get nervous and I have to stand up in front of the class, I always rub my big toe against my shoe and rub it up and down and up and down and I just feel calm. (laughs) See, our minds know what to do to calm ourselves. We're actually a lot better at soothing ourselves than we think. That's amazing. Ah, cool. Okay, so five, four, three, what's two? Two is smell. (laughs) Like bloody smelly socks. (laughs) Excuse me, I knew he was going to say that. (laughs) Whether you want to admit it or not, the smells everywhere, especially in the classroom. (laughs) So notice the smells. So you can notice two different smells. And sometimes it takes a moment. Smells, you nearly have to look for Mm. smells or search with your nose. I can smell Michelle's cup of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) I can smell my own coffee. (laughs) So sometimes it can take a little bit of time to find two smells, but... That was hard. (laughs) Yeah, while you're doing that, your mind isn't probably racing on all of the other things. Oh, it's not actually. 
Yeah, Jillian, my mind focused on finding the smells, and I totally forgot about my racing thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited to find out what the last one is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the last is my favorite. I like food, and the last one is taste. <gasps> yeah! <laughs> Have you ever eaten anything mindfully? Uh, the, the, the speed these two lads eat their lunch there, Gillian. I don't think they actually even taste anything. <laughs> How can you eat mindfully? Yeah, that sounds a bit strange. Oh, it is. It's very hard to do because because life is so busy, we always eat in a hurry. So eating mindfully is actually even harder than smells. It's the hardest one of all because it means eating really slowly and paying attention to the flavours and chewing it thoroughly before you swallow it. That's hard to do. That's really hard. In school, the moon tour is always going, hurry up, hurry up, eat, eat, eat. We have to go to the yard. Hurry up. No time. Quick, quick, quick. School might not be the best place, but if you can eat, like, one thing every day mindfully, when you're chewing it, just notice, is it turn into water? Does it dry out? So, for example, oh, really? um, let's just take a blueberry because it's the tiniest thing. If you put a blueberry in your mouth, it'll taste completely different when it's burst or you bite into it than when it's a full blueberry in your mouth. Oh, okay. And eating mindfully like that, something as small as a blueberry can even take up to five minutes to eat. Wait, wait, wait. Five minutes to eat a blueberry? That's I know. impossible. <laughs> It would be better to definitely eat something mindfully that you enjoy. I wouldn't recommend eating Brussels sprouts mindfully. <laughs> hey, Buster, why aren't you eating your Brussels sprouts? I'm just eating them mindfully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. But listen, Jerry, I have to say this 54321 exercise, it, it's something I think everyone, adults, kids can yeah. actually really use. It's, it's very easy to remember. But when do we know that we need to use this so that our busy mind, our racing mind is becoming a bit of a problem? So I find it really useful to picture your entire body, your whole body, head to toe, as a battery. And when you think about your phone or your tablet, you wouldn't let the battery run out on that. No way! No, 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 no. You know always how much power it is, when it needs to be charged, because you don't want to run out of battery in the middle of, like, recording a TikTok or playing a game. No. <laughs> yeah, so if we won't let that happen to our devices, why do we let that happen to ourselves? Oh, okay. And if you stop and just check in for a moment and ha think, how do I feel? How full does my battery feel right now? Am I charged near full or am I near empty and kind of need a plug-in? Ah. What do you reckon your battery percentage is right now? Um, 85. Ah, cool. I've got loads of energy today. I think I'm at about 90. <laughs> Amazing. I have to say, talking to you definitely energizes me. I can feel my battery being charged as we're having this conversation. So mindfulness is an amazing way to charge your battery because it's that relaxing and slowing down and just connecting with the moment and not time traveling. But other things too might charge your battery, like reading a book, hanging out with friends, even playing sports or going out or being in nature. There's so many different things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's really brilliant, Julian. Um, on this point, actually, we have a question from our kids squad panel for you. And this one comes from Darcy. Hi, my name is Darcy. I'm 12 years old and I live in Dublin. Everybody's saying mindfulness is so good for us, but how do we really know? Oh, yeah. Well, if it doesn't work, you still feel empty and you still feel drained. And when your battery's low, you're tired, you're cranky, you're fussy, everything irritates you. And when your battery's charged, you're a lot more happy. You're able to concentrate better. How do you know it works? Generally, because you're a happier person. 
Wow, I'm definitely gonna start using those techniques, like thinking of my body as a battery, and do I need to charge it or not? Yeah, I'm definitely gonna use the five senses to get more mindful during the day. Like, hey, Buster, have you finished your dinner yet? Are you finished? Uh, no, ma'am, I'm eating mindfully. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna get him into trouble now, we are. <laughs> Maybe dinner is not the best place to start. Well, listen, you can hear the lads have tons of ideas now after this chat, and I hope the kids listening do as well. So thank you so much for joining us, Gillian. Hopefully, and parents too. And parents <laughs> too, for definitely. Thanks, Gillian. Bye, Gillian. Bye. Thanks so much. Thanks, Gillian. Thanks, Bye. everybody. Bye. The, the kids, kids are all right. Hey, buddy, do you know what time it is? Yeah, it's 2.30. No, it's time to tickle your funny Oh! <laughs> Hi, my name is Emma and I am nine years old. My two favourite jokes are, why did the puppy get good grades in class? Because he was the teacher's pet. The second one is, what do you call a pony with a cough? A little horse. Sadie, I'm nine years old and I'm from Galway. My joke is, what do you call an exploding monkey? A baboon. <laughs> Buster, those are some really cool jokes, weren't they? They were real. The kids are all right. So guys, that's it for today. We hope you enjoyed today's show and learned loads about how to mind ourselves and keep our batteries charged even when life is crazy busy. <laughs> yeah, guys. And you'll find loads more info on RTE Kids about today's show. And all our shows. That's www.rte.ie forward slash kids. <laughs> and remember, guys, try to be healthy, be well, and be happy. See you next time on The Kids Are All Right. It's now time to... Air guitar in the car. Or wherever you are. <laughs> Let's rock. Funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television licence fee.